0: This is what I've always asked for. I'm seeing this for myself. And then the other side of my brain was like, he is really smashing my wife and I'm kind of upset.
1: So let's get to it.
0: The conversations you're about to hear are intended for mature audiences. If adult themes are offensive to you,
2: well,
1: They're both 42 years old, been together for about 25 years, married for 19 of those years, and they're down there in Dallas, Texas. Dee and Coco, you've been in the lifestyle five years, so together for 25, and then for the last five, you guys kind of got freaky. What happened?
0: Well, I think basically for us, you know, being married uh, for that length of time, we just kind of wanted to kind of reinvent ourselves and redefine our marriage and and try something new and exciting. I've always wanted to experience, you know, threesomes and things like that. So we just kind of, you know, test the waters with, with the lifestyle.
1: Was it a conversation you brought up, or was it something you both were thinking about? I mean, who brought it up?
0: It's always been a fantasy of mine since my early twenties. That's you know I've always wanted that fantasy of being in a threesome and you know seeing her with the dude. So it's something that was always in the in the back of my mind, and I always brought it up whenever we had like get-togethers with friends. And yeah, so it was kind of my idea, and she just kind of came along. I
2: would I would say it like that.
1: Okay, so Coco, when he first you know started talking about actually doing something, what was your reaction?
2: Well, years ago, it was like, no, (laughs) I didn't feel like our relationship was, um, for lack of a better word, stable enough. We were young. And so I figured we needed to mature more. So therefore, when we ventured off into that, we wouldn't have a lot of um, issues. Mm-hmm.
1: Okay. So now you're both, I guess at this point, you're, you're late 30s and you decide, let's open things up a little bit and do something. What, I mean, how did you get started?
2: He Well, he kind of brought up the conversation. I entertained it mentally. And then one night I just kind of brought the conversation back up to him and, you know, informed him and I was kind of ready to see What it was about. We had some friends that were kind of testing the waters, and I would hear their conversations. So I kind of told him I was interested.
1: Okay, and I mean that that
2: doesn't not committed right quite yet,
1: right? But then how do you start? Because that doesn't—that's still just a conversation.
0: Uh, As far as starting, I think for me, it it started with googling and researching and just just gathering information about the lifestyle, what all it entails. You know, finding podcasts. And, uh, you know, just kind of talking about it openly with friends that either were in the lifestyle somewhat or just kind of freaky minded. And uh, so that's kind of how we got into it. How we really got into it was we went out with a friend. A friend invited us to a club. He was a, a dancer. And he invited us there to see him dance or whatever. And, and we just kind of hung out and he gave her lap dances. Cause I told him to he say, like, Hey, just, just dance on her, you know, get her all freaky and anything. But we hadn't talked oh, this about was a, this. was a, this was a strip lifestyle. club. Yes. It was a strip club, but he and I hadn't talked about anything as far as threesomes or being in the lifestyle. It was just mainly, Hey, just dance on her, you know, just see, see her have a good time. After the night ended, he asked to uh, hang out with us or go to breakfast. It was like two or three in the morning, so we went to IHOP. They were all kind of feeling good from the drinks, and and he got in the car with us. And the next thing I know, they were kissing, and and that's how we got into it.
1: Were you driving, and they were in the back seat, or what?
0: Yeah, I was I was driving. He was in the back, so he asked her to get in the back with her. And so I think I kind of got out of the car to go use the restroom, whatever. So when I got back, hey, they were in you know full swing mode with you know oral and kissing, and and I was like, oh, wow. oh this is what I've been asking for. Oh, this, this is happening right before my eyes.
1: Wait, so on your way to IHOP, they're in the back seat, and like it goes all the way up to oral already.
0: That's how we got into it. Yeah,
1: that's how you got into a. Situation, not the lifestyle, kind of the way I think most people who are in the lifestyle, right? Because a lot of people experiment with threesomes. Mm -hmm. You'd been asking for this. Was it everything you thought it would be?
0: At that moment, I was, uh, just to be honest, I was kind of in shock because, you know, we didn't plan it. So it just happened sporadically. And so at that moment in my mind, I was like, okay, this is what I've always asked for. I'm seeing this for myself. And then the other side of my brain was like, He is really smashing my wife and I'm kind of upset. So I was kind of upset on one side of the brain. The other side, I was kind of like happy.
1: Uh, what do you mean? He was smashing your wife. What was he doing?
0: Well, yeah, it progressed from oral to actually him penetrating her. So it was actually sex. So yeah, it it, it went all the way. It was a full oh. full thing. Yes, and I was Wait driving, is- and they were in the back seat.
1: Was the IHOP that far away?
0: Well, once they kind of got started and they got heated and they started to move from oral to actual penetration, I I kind of just kind of pulled over and just kind of let it let it happen and watched.
1: Okay, you you were turned on.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I had some mixed emotions that night.
1: Okay. Well, tell me about those. So, I mean, part of it was, ooh, this is hot. What was the other part?
0: I'm not ready for this. And uh, (laughs) why are you smashing my wife? And so, yeah, I kind of had these two different emotions going on in my brain because it was new. Even though I'd asked for it, talked about it for years.
1: Until you experience it. You don't know how you're really going to feel about it, right? Exactly. Okay, Coco. So you're in the back seat. Your husband's driving. You're with his friend. What happened? How I, It progressed pretty quickly, huh? Yes, I believe it was a setup. Oh, you <laughs> be believe honest. it was a setup?
2: <laughs> yes, I do. <laughs> But uh, I just kind of went with the feelings of, you know, the freaky feelings and one thing led to another. And I mean, in my mind, I was thinking, okay, he wanted to see this. So there shouldn't be a problem with this.
1: So you really didn't have a problem with this. I mean, it wasn't you weren't were you at all concerned
2: how your husband Uh, would react in the moment? No. To be honest, I wasn't thinking about that. What were you thinking about, Coco? (laughs) I don't know. Being freaky. (laughs) Again, I thought it was a setup. I thought this was something orchestrated. He wanted it to happen. And so I went with it thinking that, okay, this is a setup. He had no problem with uh, me getting in the backseat with his friend. So to me, it was like, okay, this is a setup. So I'm just going to go with it. And hopefully he'll enjoy (laughs) whatever happens. Okay. When it's all said and done, was it awkward or or no? It was awkward for me because of his mixed emotions.
1: Well, how did you know he had mixed emotions,
2: though? So I'm talking about, no, he ta- did he say anything right oh, then? No, not right then. No, to for me that night, it wasn't like when the friend was around, it wasn't awkward. I mean, we went in and had breakfast. <laughs>
1: okay. Let's get past that night. Did you guys then sit down and talk about, hey, how did that go for you?
0: Yeah, I think we debriefed.
2: Yeah, I think he voiced his his concern of jumping in headfirst <laughs> and not discussing. You know, uh, we hadn't, we didn't discuss boundaries. So I think, you know, had we sat down and created our boundaries, you know, what are the things we, you know, we don't want to see that we do want to see, or we don't want to, you know, cross the line with. So I think a conversation such as that should have happened.
1: Um, So you had the conversation, you talk about, you know, his mixed emotions, etc. Did you decide at that point that this is okay enough for us to continue? Or did you guys take a break?
0: We we pretty much decided that we were going to continue to explore it and, you know, look for, you know, friends and and just kind of, you know, I think we ended up setting up a profile. We just kept on going with it.
1: Coco, Mm -hmm. at that point, would you have been okay had your husband been with someone else? That's a no. That's a no.
2: <laughs> it's not a, well. I well no. I wouldn't have been okay. <laughs>
1: if oh, okay, he so you would have
2: just yeah, right. Okay, yeah. But I think also he know like he brought up like that's something he's already he's expressed that he would like to see. You know, so that's not like a full desire of mine.
1: So, so you really didn't have a desire to see your husband with anyone else, but hey, right. if he wants to see you with someone else, you're happy to oblige, right? Correct. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is a good time to mention that they're both bisexual, so now it's going to get really interesting. <laughs> did you ever do anything about being bisexual while you were together? Prior to do you no, mean no, while to? you were together, while you were together, did you did either of you have any bisexual activity with anyone else?
0: I didn't. D he did. And as far as me, oh. as far as me, yeah, she she knew about you know my desires before we were married. So that was something that we talked about. And so uh, you know, of course, when you when you're by, you know, as a male, black male in society, you're not going to be as open and honest about everything you do. So you try to want to hide some things. So yeah, so so we we had that whole dynamic going on, and th- and that was kind of one of the reasons why we chose to back in 2017 to just be open and honest about our desires and and what we wanted, and and that's kind of why we you know chose to go this route, so we can just be open and honest and and transparent with each other, and being by in the lifestyle works for us.
1: Mm-hmm. So the question was, while you guys were together. So before you got into the lifestyle that you're in now, did you have any bisexual experiences? Oh, we we did. know she didn't did you d yes uh-huh. what did you do?
0: i mean I've had m- male friends um I'm pretty much a um I would classify myself as a as a top, so you know top you know did oral those types of things with, with, with guys yeah
1: and and your wife knew about it, and she was okay with it.
0: She didn't know about it. She didn't know about certain aspects of it, but 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 she knew that you know I was bi, and she knew I had the you know I had the attraction for males. Um, so, so some of the stuff was kind of secretive, uh, but eventually you know we we talked about it, and I you know came out to her. The change happened around 2017 for us in our marriage. That's when we really started to being open and honest about everything.
1: So so what you're saying is while you guys were together. You did have sexual experiences with other men, but your wife didn't know about it.
0: No, she didn't know, Correct. know about it. Correct.
1: Uh, so something happens in 2017. You both decide, let's just be open and transparent, talk about our desires and maybe act upon some of it. After that first experience where like wife is flipping pancakes in the back seat with your friend, <laughs> what was the next thing that you guys did? I mean, you did what all the other swingers do. You start you know, an online profile and, and looking for people. What was your first kind of lifestyle, real lifestyle experience after that?
0: We we definitely did the profile thing. And so we, we yeah, we we ran into some couples and we had some interactions with couples and we, we realized early on that couples are are not our thing. <laughs> we prefer a, a male oh, pretty why much
2: why is that? couples are too much of a challenge you have to make sure everyone is there's a connection I feel like if I make a connection with the dude and then he doesn't make a connection with the female its just too too much to um and so it was too hard connection. to find the four-way connection correct
0: we ran into a lot of husbands would not allowed their wives to go the full swap with another male so it was more about just watching the women and oh. so, yeah, so I was like, uh, I don't want to do that.
1: So now you decide to focus more on on single males. Why is that? I mean, Coco, you're bisexual. Why didn't you bring women into the mix?
2: Um, I use the word bisexual, but I think I'm biflexible. <laughs> I, I'm okay, not, so explain that. I, I, I'm attracted to women, but I'm not. I like to entertain women, but I'm necessarily, I don't like to have like sex with women frequently. Like it really has to be a strong connection for me to want to have sex with a woman. It's just not a desire of mine to have a female. It's just too much. Um mm. Women can be too much for me.
1: <laughs> mm-hmm. Sexually. Do you not like doing the work? Is that what you're saying?
2: It, uh, it's not that I don't like doing the work, but it's just sometimes they don't like doing the work. Like you put in the work, like they could be pillow princesses. And right. I, I'm just not. I don't have time for this. Like, whatever. You know. <laughs> so okay. Yeah.
1: I want to go back to something you said earlier because there's already still a stigma against bisexual men in the lifestyle in general. Let alone a black male bisexual. Can you talk more about that? Because I think it's it. It may be the same way in uh, in other cultures, like for Hispanics, or I, I don't know if it's the same thing for Asians. But there's just something about that that is still very stigmatized. Like people. Are not open about it, right?
0: Yes, you, you, you're very uh, correct in that. Um, we, we choose to be open and upfront about ours, but yeah, in the lifestyle, there are people and there are you know people that host parties that will put out, "Hey, we do not want gay, bi men, hetero flexible men at our parties," and you know it's, it's something that's kind of frowned upon. Uh, but little do they know, a lot of the straight guys, and this is something that's the I've experienced a lot of the straight guys, you know, once you're behind closed doors and they know that they're in a safe zone or no judgment zone, a lot of them are open to those types of activities.
1: Now, is it even more so within the black community though?
0: Oh yeah. Oh yeah. To no.
1: to be a bi male?
0: Oh yeah, yeah. It's yeah, no one really wants to talk about it. And so you you, you have this subculture of bi men that are DL, they're, they're doing it secretively, uh, and they may be in relationships with females, or, or they may be married, but that's their secret lifestyle, and they just choose to remain that way because they know they will be ostracized and criticized and talked about if they were to come out openly about their sexuality and their, and their desires.
1: Um, okay, let's talk about some of the fun stuff you guys have done. I'm like, if, if I asked you, what are some of the crazy, fun things you've done? You know, like ideal situation, like what what do you really like, Coco?
2: If it's an MFM, I do prefer the male to be, if not bisexual, but be flexible <laughs> to some bi play mm-hmm. just because I found it to be more interesting <laughs> because I don't like to be the total center of attention the entire night. I'm only going to fuck for so long. <laughs> and then it's like, OK, I'm done. So if I can get a break in between, they do their thing like that's a good break for me. Um, and I like to see it, too. Um, my husband being mm-hmm. um, pleasured.
1: Yeah, can you tell me when you see your husband with another man? Do you get turned on? What What do you like to see?
2: Whatever they're doing, I like to see. I'm a, yes, I'm turned on because it's something that like I can't provide that male touch. Um, he's receiving this in my presence, and I'm here, and I just like to watch.
1: And do you like to watch your husband receiving or giving pleasure? Both. And, D, do you have any desire to watch your wife with the woman?
0: Oh, I do. I do. That was uh, when we first got into this, one of my desires. I think it was probably for, I said, as, for, as a Christmas gift, I want to bring in a female and I want to see her with a female. And I want to enjoy that experience because we'd never done that. And so that was something that, that I brought up and, and we made it happen.
1: Don't be holding out on me. <laughs>
0: So it was it was a it was a female friend that 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 I had met, and I told about the wife and I being in the lifestyle, and we're looking to experience play with the female. We never never did that, and I think that I told her, I think you would would like her, and you guys should meet. So I kind of told my wife about this female, and then they started chatting amongst themselves via text and group text or whatever, and then they kind of went out and did their little girl thing, dinner, drink, shopping, whatever, and um, once she felt comfortable with the female, then we kind of set something up, and I got to experience it for the first time.
1: no, no, no. No. (laughs) That won't do, d. That will not do. Okay, so you want you want more details? Tell me about what happened.
0: Okay, we went out, had dinner, had drinks, and then we um, got a hotel room. I think the wife let me start with with the female first, you know. So I I did my, you know, foreplay with the female and got things, you know, got the blood running and everything all moist and wet and all that good stuff. And so we kind of, you know, played around, and then the wife joined in with us. So she got the watch and then she joined in with us. And then I kind of played around with both of them and, and we, and we had a good night. We did this over the weekend. So we had a Friday night and we had a Saturday night. Friday night was banging. <laughs> it was an awesome yeah. time. The first time on Friday, Saturday night, we went back for a second time and. Some some hell broke loose on on Saturday night. So I let the wife talk about Saturday night.
2: What happened? Well, okay, this person, he had already met this person prior to me that night. I don't know. They like touched hands a weird way as if they've done that before. And so that just flipped me the hell out. Like (laughs) I was ready to go. I stopped immediately and I told him, let's go. Like I just flipped the fuck out. How dare you? You touched her hand during sex? <laughs> they were like holding hands. I mean, it was just a weird thing that came across my mind. So, yeah.
1: I understand. I've talked to other couples because, and this is a common thread, it's not the sex. It's the holding of the hands. It's the the small touching of her of her back. It's more like the really intimate stuff that gets to you.
2: Correct. And that's what did it for me. It's like, uh, it, it crossed the line, but it didn't cross the line. In that moment, it crossed the line, which I ended, you know, I apologized because it, you know, it was uncalled for. Like I shouldn't have flipped out, but I did. So I did the next day. I apologized to her and I ruined a perfectly mm-hmm. good night. So have you ever been able to
1: work around that or does it still? Does it still kind of bother you?
2: Oh, no. Um, I I don't think I've had any situation like that since that night. But is
1: there a reason why you guys prefer single males to single females?
2: Yes. I really, um, (laughs) I don't trust women. So if it's it's a female, (laughs) I prefer for the female to be married because I feel like, you know, she has just as much to lose than I do. And I just don't like dealing with single females because women can be so conniving. and I don't, I just, I don't trust women. Okay. And that's just me being honest. Right.
1: Right. No, that's good. I appreciate that. Um, because you have to be able to be honest about how you really right. feel. Mm-hmm. Right. It's the only way to get through this in one piece. Right. Um, D, is there anything that you don't want to see that you don't like doing?
0: You know, th- there have been times, and this was probably early on. You know, being newbies into the lifestyle whereby if the session is over, let's say the fuck session is over. And if I just kind of see her like still caressing and and lying with the guy. And at this point, I'm like, okay, he's bust his nut. I bust mine a couple of times. You bust yours several times. Why are we still wrapped up in the arms of this guy? It's time to go. (laughs) Let's, let's go. Why? And, And you know, when I was young into the lifestyle that that kinda of bothered me. So we have this thing, this signal that I give her to let her know that, okay, this is bothering me. I'm ready to go. So I will tap her on her ankle. And so during that moment when we were with this dude, like she was just kinda of like I called it she was uh digmatized at this point. And I was kinda of like tapping her ankle, like, okay, it's time to go now you can let him go. You know, that was one of the things that I had to kinda of get over.
1: If I asked you guys in a perfect world if the perfect date, perfect situation, what would you like to do?
0: If we could find a single guy that's open to, you know, the buy stuff, and that's that's great if he can please both of us at the same time. And and that has happened before. If, if, if the buy guy can please both parties at the same damn time, that's like fireworks for us.
1: Hold on. Tell me what you're talking about.
0: This is probably one of the most memorable experiences that I can remember. The guy was... On its back, the wifey was riding him, and I was riding his tongue, and so the wife and I we were kissing at the same time, and that was just explosive for me, just to be able to to experience that. That that was awesome for me.
1: Coco, was it just as awesome for you?
2: Yes, it was. <laughs> it, anything I, again? I really enjoy the the mellow meal play so anything with that it's turns me on so
1: do you have do you have any hard limits like are is there is there stuff yeah, you won't I, do
2: i mean i've tried anal but i'm just not gonna let anybody just run up in my ass so <laughs> i don't do <laughs> anal um, okay right now i'll say okay. right now i'm i'm prepping myself to maybe venture off into that but um i really don't like anyone to come in my mouth d uh
1: do you have any hard limits
0: my hard limit is definitely probably got to be just making sure that it's, it's safe sex always. Uh, no, no raw sex for us. You know, we're not into any of the, the crazy kinks, you know, with, you know, feces and, and blood play and all that kind of stuff. As long as it's, you know, good fun, great people, great sex.
1: Uh, if you were to give advice to a couple just looking to get into the lifestyle, what, what good advice would you give them?
0: For the male, I would definitely advise the male to be ready mentally and psychologically for it because, you know, I talk to men all the time and a lot of them are kind of shocked that I can be in a room and see my wife be fucked by another dude. Some men are like, man, I I can't do that. How do you do that? I, I would just blow the fuck off. And so when men are asking me questions about the lifestyle, I was like, hey, you have to be mentally ready for this and if you're not mentally ready for it then you probably want to wait and not do it but definitely educate yourselves communicate and communicate and communicate and after every encounter always debrief about what you like what you didn't like and what you could change for the next experience
1: if you're enjoying this show, please do leave us a review on Apple Podcasts or on Spotify or join our exclusive membership at buymeacoffee.com slash Wynn. All right, next time on Consenting Adults, it's a kink even most swingers would shudder at, CBT or ball busting, and how it's enhanced this man's sex life. I didn't realize that there even was a community of people who were into this kink. Uh, until I saw that people on the internet were talking about it. And at first I was like, man, thats that has got to be the most horrible thing I've ever heard of in my entire life. I could not wrap my head around it. That's next time on Consenting Adults.